Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Burke, your host here on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. And as always, I'm broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook just outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. And we have a packed and loaded show for you this evening, getting you all prepped for Thursday night football with the Jags and the Bengals. In about 15 minutes or so, we'll get on Josh Applebaum, the man himself, Beeson's betting reporter. We'll get his market insights report for not only tonight's primetime game, but some of the bigger games heading into this weekend. I know he's got a couple of thoughts on college football, and we'll have to talk about his beloved Patriots going against his former, probably, I guess, former favorite quarterback, Tom Brady. We'll see what his thoughts are on that game and some of the other significant matchups further along. Dave Ross will be hopping on. We'll talk about his Cowboys. I know he's a diehard Dallas fan. So we'll see what really he thinks about Dak Prescott, his MVP candidacy, his hopes for that, his hopes for the Cowboys winning against the Panthers this weekend. Uh, of course, he spent a significant amount of time here in Chicago. So we'll share uh, thoughts with each other about the Lions and the Bears. And then we got another guest. We're going triple loaded today. Uh, Derek Hardy. We typically have him on for baseball, but what he also does great work with is handicapping football. He's an NFL analyst all around, does great work when it comes to those props. So we'll get some of his thoughts with Prop Shelf in about 45 minutes previewing tonight's game. And before we kind of get into some of the other props that I am doing with Danny's Dimes, let's go ahead and kind of tee up this game for you between the Bengals and the Jags, just based on if there's been any line movement, any shift. 
and really there hasn't. I mean, Cincinnati is still a seven and a half point favorite, like they pretty much have been this whole week, and especially when we previewed it a little bit uh, yesterday. Their minus three thirty-five at Cincinnati on the money line, plus two seventy-five on the buyback for Jacksonville. The total is forty-six and a half. So where you have seen some movement actually has been with the total. It was 46 yesterday. Now it's ticked up a little bit more, up to 46 and the hook. Now, we talked about earlier in the week, the way I'm handicapping just kind of the overall sense of this game is teasing down the Bengals, and I did that with a couple other teams, and we'll get to that at the end of the show. But, again, if you're looking for a teaser option, doing it with Cincinnati, in my opinion, is a very viable outlook. But what about some other avenues? What are some other paths you can take to hopefully make a good buck tonight? Well, let's get into it with some of Danny's dimes for Thursday night football. Jags and Bengals talking about those props, baby. I've got several that I do have. This is an official Danny's dime. And then we'll get into some that I have some strong opinions on, some strong leans on for tonight as well. But there it is, Danny's dimes. Let's get right to it, folks. Starting with Trevor Lawrence. Has he had a great season? No, he has not as at this point. Do we have high hopes for him in this game? Well, maybe not necessarily, but... At least in terms of his pass completions, uh, I do. So pass completions, 21 and a half is the number set for Trevor Lawrence. Over is minus 143, under is plus 110. Now, Lawrence is averaging about 21.3 pass completions per game, okay? And, you know, this is a mark that he's gone over in two out of three games as of this point. On the road against Houston, went 28 of 51. That was a game he was trailing and was forced to throw the ball more. So he completed 28 passes on 51 attempts. Against Denver, only had 14 pass completions on 33 attempts. Certainly not a great performance from the whole Jaguars squad, but Trevor Lawrence as well. And then against Arizona, barely got over it, but he did get 22 completions on 34 pass attempts. Now, the way I'm handicapping this game, yes, I think Cincinnati wins. I am teasing them down, and I think this is going to be a type of game where Trevor Lawrence and company are going to be needing to throw because they are going to be trailing. So I think that bodes more so well for this going over 21 and a half completions. And most other books had it at about 22 and a half. So this, in my opinion, is also taking advantage of the better number, 21 and a half. Although laying minus 143 isn't ideal. I think because of just how this game seems to be looking like it's going to flow and because of the better number, I think going over 21 and a half is your right play here. Now look at their opponent. Defensively, Cincinnati is worse against the pass. They're allowing about 265 passing yards per game. They rank 27th in DVOA pass defense as of this point. Now, on average, the past three games, quarterbacks have thrown for about 30 completions on 44 attempts against the Bengals as of this point. Kirk Cousins had 36 completions on 49 attempts. Uh, the Bears quarterback combined being Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. They only went 15 to 24, but we know how bad the Bears offense is. Then Big Ben last week in a game where they were trailing, which could be the same case for the Jags. Big Ben even went 38 of 58. Huge numbers there. Can only hope Trevor Lawrence gets close to that. So look, you, you factor all that and you factor in that we're probably assuming he's going to be trailing and the Bengals are going to be missing their safety, Jesse Bates. I think this bodes well for Trevor Lawrence completing more than 21 and a half pass completions tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's dime number one. Trevor Lawrence over 21 and a half pass completions, minus 143. Let's stick with the Jaguars here, though. Let's go with a tailback in this game. Let's talk about hitting with the Illinois State right now. Well, not in our neck of the woods, but at least in the same state as us. Normal is not that close. But look, James Robinson could have a good night tonight. 
uh, but I don't necessarily know if it's going to be him thriving on the ground. His rushing attempts is a prop that stood out to me. 13 and a half is the number posted at Bet Rivers. And this was shaded to the over earlier, minus 122. The under was minus 107. And I was kind of perplexed by that. And I played the under minus 107 because, look, Robinson is averaging just 10 carries per game. He has failed to go over this mark in two out of three games as of this point. He had just five carries against Houston in game one, 11 carries versus Denver. In the last game, he did have 15 carries against Arizona. But again, I, I, how do you have faith in him going over that? I mean, I know they're probably going to want to establish the run, but I don't think there's going to be a point in this game to where they can comfortably wind down the clock, slow the clock down because they have a lead. I just don't foresee that being the case. They're going to be wanting to pass. They're going to be wanting to take advantage of the secondary that's weaker for Cincinnati, whereas against the run, they've done very well, okay? They are limiting opponents to just about mid-70s for rushing yards per game. Delvin Cook only had about 60 yards. Uh, David Montgomery had 61, and then Chase Edmonds, James Conner, they were in the low 40s too. So, again, the Cincinnati run defense has actually been very solid as of this point, and the fact that Robinson hasn't done anything special thus far Nothing makes me think he can do it tonight against the Bengals, again, in a game where they're probably going to be trailing and needing to pass more. So I like James Robinson staying under 13 and a half rushing attempts. Minus 107 is the number I got. And Carlos Hyde's taking some of the carries, too. He's getting about 6.3 per game. So I'm playing James Robinson under 13 and a half carries. But where I am liking James Robinson tonight revolves around the passing game and his receiving yards. Now, this one has gotten some attention to the over. So hopefully you can still get a solid number, but 23 and a half is where it was posted for a majority of the day. And I played the over 23 and a half receiving yards for Robinson minus 113. Look, Robinson thus far is averaging about 31 receiving yards per game. He's averaging four catches on five targets per game. He's gone over 23 and a half receiving yards in two out of the three contests as of this point. Against Houston, had three catches on six targets, 29 receiving yards. Versus Denver had three catches and three targets, just 17 receiving yards. But then he bounces back against Arizona where he had six catches, six targets for 46 yards. But what did the other running backs do against the Bengals? Delvin Cook did well in the receiving game, had 43 receiving yards. David Montgomery, who isn't really utilized that much in the passing game, even was able to rack up 18. And then Najee Harris with the Steelers got 102 receiving yards. So look, if they can't get James Robinson involved on the ground, Maybe they get him in the air. Maybe they rely on those checkdowns if the Bengals secondary is able to do enough against the Jaguars offense and their receivers. Now, on average, Bengals allowing running back 64 receiving yards per game. This could be a case where that defensive front that looks solid for Cincinnati maybe gets the pressure on Lawrence, forced to make those quick, decisive throws that are just a short checkdowns. I think that's how you get James Robinson involved, and I think taking advantage of the 23-and-a-half is a good angle Robinson so played his receiving yards over 23 and a half played his rushing attempts under 13 and a half and then Trevor Lawrence over 21 and a half pass completions minus 143 those are the official dimes for tonight for Thursday night football and as I mentioned earlier I'm also teasing down the Bengals with a couple of teams we're teasing them down uh, I believe we're doing it one with the Saints and then one with the Packers if I'm not mistaken but that's how we're looking to handicap this Thursday night football affair. And yeah, so it's going to be with the Bengals and the Packers and the Bengals and the Saints are the two teasers that I am going to be doing involving the Bengals for this game. But otherwise, those are the official dimes that I have. Some other ones to consider that I really quick wanted to rifle through. Joe Burrow and his passing yards, 251 and a half. 
this could be a decent look despite him not getting close to that really so far this year. Because again, the Jags are allowing 312 passing yards per game. They rank second to last in DVOA pass defense. Tyrod Taylor got 291 against them. Bridgewater got 328. Murray got 316. So if there's a team he can get it over against, it's probably going to be the Jags for Burrow over 251 and a half. Then let's keep it with the Bengals. Let's talk Joe Mixon really quick. Receptions for Mixon is three and a half at Bet Rivers. The under is shaded minus 157. And if you're willing to lay that much, that could be a decent look because he's only averaging two catches on about two targets per game as of this point. He got four catches versus Minnesota, but after that, he got one catch on two targets versus Chicago, one catch on one target versus Pittsburgh. It's a lot better number than you're getting anywhere else. If you're willing to lay it, Joe Mixon under three and a half receptions could be a good look as well. And same with Marvin Jones. If we're talking about receivers, his receptions prop is four and a half, shaded to the over minus 155. He's averaging nearly six catches on nine targets per game. He's gone over four and a half catches in all three games thus far. Five receptions at Houston, six at Denver, and six at Arizona. He leads the team in targets with 28. The next closest is 22 with DJ Chark. So if you trust Trevor Lawrence enough, you trust his Jags team enough, then Marvin Jones over four and a half receptions could be a decent look as well. But those are just some other props I think you should consider. Nothing official with those ones we just went over, but we'll get into some of those other kind of betting avenues for props in a little bit later. Eric Cardi will be joining us. I know he's got some action with props. As does Josh Applebaum. We'll talk props. We'll talk overall game outlook tonight and for the upcoming weekend. So stick around. Josh Applebaum, Beeson's betting reporter, hopping on next. It is Rush Hour right here on Beeson. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting for the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are up and running with five new episodes every week. Subscribe your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Again, five episodes a week. Google Play, Apple, Spotify, we've got you covered. We also got you covered in terms of the betting odds for Thursday Night Football here on Rush Hour on VCD Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook and helping us getting all the great coverage for the primetime action tonight. The man himself, Josh Applebaum, at Josh underscore insights on the tweets. Host Market Insights podcast Monday through Friday. He tells you all the significant movements in every single sport and does great write-ups in the daily newsletter. Check it out, beeson.com slash subscribe. So, Josh, as always, my man, thank you for joining us before this game. I want to talk about the broad kind of outlook of this game, and then we'll get into some of the props because I know you got some action in there as well. But seven and a half is the spread we're seeing, and 46 and a half is where the total is really at. You know, we haven't seen too much movement, it seems, with the spread, but maybe a little bit more in terms of the total. What are you seeing? Yeah, Danny, it's great to be with you. Happy NFL Week 4, of course. And yeah, this is an interesting game because, really, Danny, you know, everyone is so down on the Jaguars right now. 0-3 straight up, 0-3 ATS. They've lost and failed to cover all three games. Last week uh, at home against Arizona, they're a plus eight dog. They lose 31-19, don't cover. On the flip side, since he's kind of riding high, when was the last time they were above 500, Danny? Never happens, but they're 2-1, two 2-1 and one, two and one ATS. Big win against Pittsburgh uh, last week, 24-10 is a two-and-a-half-point dog. But, Danny, what I'm seeing here, uh, public is all over Cincinnati. You look at the BetMGM splits, you have about three out of four bets, almost 75% laying the points here with Cincy. I think, to me, it's more of a auto bet against the Jags than it is love for the uh, the Bengals here. Uh, but, Danny, what I'm looking at, big uh, public spot to Cincy, but it probably wasn't only public. Early on, some shops did open, you know, Bengals minus 6.5, minus 7, immediately got hit. Now you're up to 7.5. To me, Danny, this is a layoff for me. Number one, Jags would be a great buy-low contrarian spot in a heavily bet game. They're only getting a third of bets. But do I want to touch the the Jags when, you know, rookie quarterbacks are 1-10 in 10 ATS right now, Danny? Really really not, not uh, interested in that. Also, the Bengals, though, super public, and you're getting the worst of the numbers. So, but I'm thinking, Danny, teaser opportunity. Uh, the Bengals are in a perfect spot right now, minus seven and a half, six-point teaser. You bring them down to minus one and a half, go through the seven, go through the three. You could maybe pair them uh, with the Saints here this weekend, Danny, at home against the Giants, another seven and a half down to one and a half. Uh, but I'd be looking at a teaser spot and maybe Survivor, too. 
everyone's going to be playing the Buffalo Bills, 17-point favorite at home against the Texans for this survivor. But, Danny, historically, these home favorites on this short week uh, tend to do very, very well. So maybe a sneaky, sharp play if you want to play Cincy in your survivor league. Yeah, and, and that's definitely a good outlook. I think there's many good opportunities tonight, but seldom are you going to get an opportunity to trust a team like Cincinnati, and tonight is a picture-perfect one, at least what a lot of people are assuming as they host the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you're right, teaser opportunity, that's what I did with Cincinnati. That's how I'm playing it, along with some other props that I'm looking for. And speaking of props, I know you have some interest in that market as well. What kind of angles are you seeking out in terms of the player props for this evening? Yeah, Danny, I always see your tweets. You're, you're cashing prop bets left and right. I'm the kind of guy, I'm not a huge prop guy, but I did my homework for tonight's show. You know, I like to stick to usually the regular game lines, but I got to dabble with some props to keep up with you. Uh, but a couple that caught my eye, I think the play tonight, if you're looking at props, targeting offensive players on the Bengals. This Jags defense is terrible. They're giving up uh, fifth most passing yards in the league. They're getting torched, giving up about 30 points a game. I think targeting guys like Joe Burrow, over 248 and a half uh, passing yards here, going up against this Forest Jags pass defense could be worth a look. But really, it's the it's the wide receivers, Danny. In particular, uh, Jamar Chase over 71 and a half receiving yards, and Boyd over 60 and a half receiving yards. Both these guys uh, are leading the team in targets. There's no T. Higgins tonight, so maybe they get even more targets than usual. Uh, and Danny, slightly for me on the total to the over in this game tonight. You know, it's open around 45 and a half, and it's really slightly gone up to around 46, but a little juice to the over. Primetime overs are eight and one. This Jags defense has given up 30 points a game. I think maybe to, to the over 46, I'll be leaning here with a total. Yeah, I, I think that could be a decent look as well. And you're right. I mean, this is a good spot for looking offensively for Cincinnati, and especially for the fact that, you know, the secondary for Jacksonville has looked atrocious, even with these teams building huge leads and force or really just you know honing in on running the ball more they're still getting over this prop market where we see joe burrow at 251 and a half for example every other quarterback they face have, has gone over it so again i'm with you if you're looking for some other avenues offensive side for cincinnati could be a great spot to do so and yeah the total has been getting some love to the over and cincinnati's going to be a huge contribution <laughs> to that is what we expect uh, Josh, let's kind of move on to Sunday in another primetime spot. I know that you have strong feelings about this game from an emotional <laughs> standpoint with the Bucks and the Patriots. And I saw your tweet and you said, I've analyzed bet splits on a daily basis for over a decade. And I've never seen such a lopsided ticket count. If you're a contrarian like me, hashtag Patriots plus seven is your Super Bowl. And that's where we're seeing this game went from five and a half to seven. But everybody is taking the revenge factor for Tom Brady here and laying the points with New England, or excuse me, with Tampa Bay. But, you know, even if you think that way, I mean, Josh, you know, is there anything holding you back from doing the contrarian there because of how good Tom Brady is? Or is it strictly, look, we've never seen anything like this. I got to take those points. I think it's a little bit of both, Danny. And, you know, I went into this game, and as people know, I'm from New England, born and raised Western Massachusetts, the Berkshires. Pats, I'm a dire Pats fan. We all know this, Danny. But I didn't go into this revenge game saying, I got to bet Brady or I got to bet the Pats. It's kind of just evolved this way. You know, I'm a big guy, nerdy guy. You know me, Danny, looking at line movement, looking at percentages. I've literally been looking at these ticket versus money counts for over a decade now working in the industry. And it's very rare. And I would honestly say I've never seen a ticket split this late in the week. You know, you get to a Monday, Tuesday, Danny, you can see 97% of bets on one side. But once the, you know, the tickets, you know, build up, you'll see it start to even out throughout later in the week. I have never gotten to a Thursday, and I think it's going to hold true through the weekend, where you have 95, 97% of tickets 
laying it with Tampa Bay. Uh, I think there was maybe respected early money. That was an opener of minus five and a half. Got all the way, uh, all the way up to six and a half. Now that it's at seven, Danny, I mean, out of principle, I have to take Pats plus seven right now. You're buying off an inflated line in a primetime spot. Uh, and also some X factors, Danny. You know, Tom Brady, in his, a lot of his interviews today, he didn't sound too good. I don't know if he's sick. He's got, uh, you know, the sniffles or what's going on. You know, Gronk didn't practice. There's some injuries here for Tampa. If I'm the Patriots, I spread it out. We're, we're, the only way we're going to keep pace here is if Mac Jones throws the ball against this bad Tampa Bay pass defense. You can't run it up the middle with Vita Vea and these guys. Danny, plus seven New England Patriots Sunday night, the contrarian Super Bowl play of all time. Go Pats. Oh, baby. All right. Applebaum's going against his boy Tom Brady. But look, he's got to go with the squad. New England, he's right. It's the Super Bowl for contrarians. Uh, you rarely see this at all. He's in 10 years. The Super Bowl, you haven't seen anything this lopsided. And, of course, it's got to be the GOAT against his former team. That is going to be a hell of a game. We'll be excited to see how that one goes down. Uh, Josh, I also know you're looking forward to some college football as well that's about to get underway, and I guess in about an hour, so you still got some time. But let's talk Virginia and Florida before we let you out here. we got a couple minutes left. Virginia's catching four in this game. Total's at about 63. What kind of movements did you see for this college football matchup? Yeah, Danny, this was a spot with Virginia where if you targeted them, uh, you know, yesterday or even this morning up until about noon, you could have gotten a great number. We've seen a drastic fall here, you know, uh, in favor of Virginia. This game opened pretty much Miami, Florida. And again, both these teams, ACC clash, they're both two and two. They're trying to, uh, especially Virginia, they've lost two straight, getting rolled in their last couple spots. Uh, Miami had that bad, you know, loss at home as a, as a contrarian favorite against Michigan State a couple weeks ago. Here's the thing, Danny. This was Miami, Florida, three and a half, four and a half, got all the way up to five and a half. Uh, public is, is just easily laying the U here, right here. But it looks like Derek King, I don't have confirmation yet, but it looks like he's probably going to be out. We've seen this thing tumble. Again, it was plus five and a half Virginia this afternoon. Now it's down to four. It looks like it could go to three and a half. Late move to Virginia. They now match one of my favorite systems. When you look at these short road dogs, plus four or less, especially in conference spots, you know, basically what that's saying is three points home field. If you're plus four or less on the road, it's kind of a pick em type game on a neutral site. I'm looking at Virginia here. They've lost two in a row. Uh, and looking at really their quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, Danny. This kid throwing it uh, about 430 yards a game. One of the best in uh, in all the college football here. Extra day arrest, no deer at King. I'm grabbing the points here with, uh, with the Cavs. All right, so Josh is looking to take the points with Virginia in that college football matchup tonight. And, of course, we have the NFL to look forward to with the Bengals and Jags. And, Josh, we appreciate you handicapping that with us. Best of luck all around. And, hey, I'm sure uh, the emotions are going to be flaring on Sunday, so I'll have to reach out to you to see how your heart's holding up there. But best of luck tonight and this weekend, my friend. Look forward to talking next week. I appreciate it, Danny. Yeah, text me around 9 p.m., just wellness check. I sh hopefully I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Well, if you also want to check it out, Josh, be sure to give him a follow on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. He's over the network everywhere. Every other show he's on giving you great updates with those market movements. But if you want to get Josh every single morning right away, check out the Market Insights podcast, vsin.com slash subscribe. You can also get a hold of the daily newsletter. Josh does great write-ups every single morning. He doesn't just do football, basketball, WNBA, and the MLB postseason as well. He's got you covered. Coming up next, we're going into more depth with the upcoming NFL football slate. Host of the Green Zone, Dave Ross, joins us next on Rush Hour.
This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. And you can do just that by starting your free trial with VSN. It gives you full access to our sports betting experts, and it includes 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every single game. Plus, you get full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for just $22 per month. Check it out now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, welcome back to it. The show is Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke 5. You can catch me on Twitter. You can catch our next guest, Dave Ross, on the tweets at Sports. Also, he hosts the Green Zone with Wes Reynolds Saturdays and Sundays right here on VEASAN. Gives you all those in-game betting details, even pre-flop and afterward. Great analysis all around from Dave, and we're looking forward to more of it for this upcoming NFL slate. And Dave, before we get in, to Sunday's game, I got to ask if you have any action for tonight. We just saw this line move down at Bet Rivers. It's been seven and a half virtually the whole week. Now it went down to seven in favor of Cincinnati. Total dipped from 46 and a half to 46. How are you handicapping this matchup? All right, Danny. First of all, it's great to be with you. I leave Chicago. We'll get to the Bears and all hell breaks loose. I will say this. <laughs> I love a good tease. Okay, so to me, this is a perfect teaser spot. For Cincinnati, I just I cannot trust Irvin Meyer right now, a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. They showed signs last week against Arizona. But really, to me, Danny, the only way I can play these games right now, certainly I don't like laying seven and a half. I know it's down to seven right now uh, for the Bengals. Who, look, they played the Steelers last week. I don't know how much we can really read into that one. And they did lose to those Bears that we're going to talk about. So I haven't been overly impressed yet with Cincinnati. But. To me, this is a teaser spot, and that's what I did. I teased down the number, got it down to one and a half before that line move. I had it at seven and a half, and I teased with some other games that we're going to talk about uh, coming up. But to me, this is one of those, I'm just going to play it, that Cincinnati's going to win this game, and then I'll see if my Sunday tickets can bring me home. A hundred percent with you. That's exactly what I did, teased down Cincinnati with a couple of games, and you're right. I think that's the best avenue to go with. Yeah, would it be surprised if the Bengals can win by more than seven points? But at the same time, why not do yourself a favor, give you more of a yeah. cushion and relax a little bit and just need the outright win for the Bengals. So I'm with you, Dave. I think that's the best way to do it against the Jets. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, just Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase once. We're, we're going to talk about him for rookie of the right. year here on the Green Zone this weekend. Like, I really love what that kid's doing in the LSU connection. Just make a nice, easy win. If you cover, that's great. But if not, we got the teaser down. So we're going to be good either way. Exactly. All right. We'll be sweating that one out together. Hopefully we're not sweating. Hopefully it's nice and easy, but we are on that one together, my friend. All right. Let's talk about it. The Bears and the Lions. You're right. As soon as oh, you left the Windy City, all hell broke loose. It's not like it was smooth sailing with the Bears beforehand, but, you know, the expectations were slowly climbing up after that win against Cincinnati. Justin Fields was getting implemented, and then it was historically one of the worst offensive performances we have ever cool. seen in the NFL now, Dave, the spread has gone down to two and a half, and rightfully so. I don't see how you would lay, uh, lay three and a half with the Bears, which is where it opened with. Total is different, mm -hmm. 44 to 42. It seems like Bill Lazor is going to be calling the plays this weekend from what Nagy was saying yesterday. But regardless of who is calling the plays, do you trust the Bears at two and a half? 
Well, here's the thing. Something I talked about with Wes and Green Zone James Pod on Sundays. We got together for all the NFL. Watch the team that had their heart ripped out from them a week earlier. Remember Kansas City on the Sunday night game against Baltimore. They're leading by, what, 12 points in the fourth quarter. Somehow, Mahomes was a bad high-end team. And you said, oh, Mahomes is not going to linger. And you saw what happened last week against the Chargers. That same week, two weeks ago, remember Seattle. They got a huge double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. What were they, 52-0? And they had a double-digit lead in the second half with Big Carroll and Russell Wilson. Never. And then they lose that game. And then what happened the following week? Minnesota happened. Right? Look at Detroit last week. I don't know how you can have your heart worked out any more than giving up the 4th and 19 and then somehow giving up a 66-yard field goal after the play clock expired and the refs missed it. I mean, all of these things had to align for Troy and Campbell to bite kneecaps all the way down again because it's one of the most rip-your-heart-out fashion losses that I can recall for some time. So while I don't trust the Bears, I just don't see how Detroit can get over that one. And with the recent history of Seattle and Kansas City really coming out flat after those losses in week four, I think Detroit's going to be flat. Detroit obviously has, has been competitive. They've ATS one so far uh, early on in the season, and they gave Green Bay a good first half. But to me, if it's not Justin Fields, and I don't think it's going to be Justin Fields, I like the chances with Andy Dalton and or Nick Foles going forward in a more professional offense right now. That's what Matt Nagy wants to run. Lay in the two and a half. I'm going to hold my nose, but I'm going to lay it with the Bears. Ooh, okay. Dave is going with his former city's team, the Bears, baby. All right. Dave, I'm sticking away from that one. I'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, personally. I might go with a David Montgomery prop or something is what I've been saying this week, but I obviously will be rooting for you and the Bears, so we will be definitely sweating <laughs> out this one. Bears minus two and a half. Uh, let's talk well, about Matt your beloved team. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Or else he's going yeah. to be out of work soon. So yes. this is a must-win for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. And really, I, earlier this summer, when I was out of Beeson in June, I looked at the Bears' first four games, and so far I'm 3-0. and I said, loss at the Rams, win at Cincinnati, loss at Cleveland, win at Detroit. So I'm perfect so far. I can't stray from the formula yet because I thought Andy Dalton <laughs> would be the quarterback for those first three weeks, and maybe they turn it over to Justin Fields in week five against the Raiders out here in Sin City. We'll see if that happens. I think they're going to go back to one of the veterans this week. That's a safer play, and it's a better play if your Bears back are away in the two and a half. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's been weird to see the reports because some people said Andy Dalton wasn't looking 100% and then Fields was fine, but you're right. I mean, if Fields is struggling, you know, at that point, you almost have to consider Nick Foles, and it's not all Fields' mm -hmm. fault. It's more of a, an experience thing and getting that under your belt and realizing you're in a tough situation with nagging that offensive line. So he'll get there, but it might not be right away. So you're right. I, I think, and, that, and that's kind of my thought was in not rushing Justin Fields because it's such a tough schedule and you want to ease him into it. So if that is the case, and yes, that could be better for the Bears a little bit down the road. Uh, Dave, I got I to gotta ask you about your Cowboys, though. They're looking fantastic. Yes. I mean, I know that they lost in week one, but they almost beat the defending Super Bowl champs. And now they're getting a Carolina team that, frankly, yes, they're undefeated, but it hasn't been against dominant teams, right? And now they're going on the road. Cowboys lane four in the hook, total at 52. Do you lay this spot with Dak Prescott and company? Okay, Danny. Now, here's the thing. And everybody that knows me 
And, and you know I'm an unabashed Cowboy fan. I've ridden them the first three weeks, and they've been very profitable for me, 3-0 ATS. Now, this spot against Carolina really worries me. It is the short week on Monday night. That's not what worries me so much. What worries me is that Panther defense. What people are not talking, they're talking about Sam Darnold and CMC not being there. Nobody talks about the Panthers' defense. And to me, they've played three under games so far, not because Sam Darnold, the offense, couldn't get it going. That defense shuts people down. Not the best schedule early on in the year. But I look at this game, and I think this is going to be a struggle. I don't know if it's going to be a struggle for all four quarters. But I think Carolina's defense is so good, Danny. They're going to keep them in just about every game this year. Again, I don't like this line at all. You know what I do like? And I'll never admit it down there in Dallas. I would tease up the Panthers here. And if I can get that 10 and a half and ride it through that key number, to me, that's the way I would play this. When I don't like a line and I look at it and I think they obviously have it just about right, I want to see what's the more profitable tease play. Teasing Dallas down and catching a point or catching two points doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. This is going to be a close football game. I don't see a blowout happening here. Carolina is not Philadelphia. If you want to, the way I would play it is take Carolina, tease it up. And again, we talked about Cincinnati tonight. Maybe tease that with Carolina getting over double digits in this game. I like that play. I think Dallas can win, will win, but I look at a field goal game. Okay, yeah, I... You know what? It, it, it's so tricky here because four and a half, you're kind of in no man's land as it is. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not like a five or a five and a half. But yeah, you're getting over the somewhat key number of 10 if you're teasing up the Panthers. And again, as you mentioned, that defense has been looking fairly Ooh. stout. Dallas should be able to take care of business, but they may be able to keep it close. We'll see how uh, Chuba Hubbard can do being the starting guy right now. But yep. man, that is going to be a fun one in Dallas. And I'm sure you are looking forward to it as are we. Cannot wait. And Dave, I'm <laughs> Yeah, oh, baby. And, and, hey, we can't wait for tonight. Hopefully we get the first leg of our teaser and some good Come outlook on. for the rest of the weekend. But until then, my man, take care. Always a pleasure having you on. Danny, hold down Chicago. It's it's not easy these days, but we entrust it with <laughs> you. I know the city, we don't want to have it burned down like the great Chicago fire again. <laughs> but Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are getting very, very close to doing that again. Dave Ross, ladies and gentlemen, at D Ross Sports. He's right. I was making a comment on my Chicago City cast that if Matt Nagy doesn't get fired and if they lose to the Lions, there might be a repeat of the Chicago Fire. So we're open for the best. I know Dave is. Always love having him on. Be sure to catch him on the Green Zone Saturdays and Sundays with Wes Reynolds. All right, more props Thursday Night Football. Derek Hardy joining us next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They are offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups, plus, they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bets. Offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-522. 4700 Michigan 1-800-270-7117 once you play 532-3500 in Virginia and Iowa call 1-800 bets off okay it is the final segment here as we're wrapping up another edition of Rush Hour on VCD Sports Betting Network thank you for joining us I'm Danny Burke your host live out of the Bet River Sportsbook crowd is getting packed up so look if you're in the Chicagoland area come up join us here check out the big screens and enjoy the good food We'll get you squared away with some good looks for some betting angles. We've talked about the full game and teasers. We've talked some props. But let's go in depth with the props. Let's now do it, baby. Let's get some prop shelf underway as we head out here on a Thursday night. It is that time. And helping us out with prop shelf in this edition is Derek Carty. At Derek Carty, where you can follow him on Twitter. Great contributions with Major League Baseball and the NFL fantasy and betting-wise with us here at Beeson. Derek, we're excited to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Let's get started with some of these props that you have some interest in. 
And we begin with Joe Mixon. Now, Mixon is a guy that the Bengals have really utilized a lot. And if all indications of how this game is going to go, being that maybe Cincinnati takes over immediately, you could probably assume Mixon is going to get a lot of workload on the ground as they're going to be looking to eat up that clock. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, we heard all offseason about how the Bengals intended to use Mixon as a bell cow. They didn't want to take him off the field. And uh, that's pretty much what we've seen through the first three weeks of the season. You know, Mixon's gotten close to 90% of the team's carries. This is a spot where we should be expecting them to uh, be playing from ahead, give him a running game script. Uh, my projection system has not projected for about 23 and a half carries. And so I think the, the over on this looks looks pretty good. Yeah, and 20 and a half is where we're seeing his rushing attempts, and the over is juice in that direction, about minus 122. I was strongly considering this one, and I do agree with you that he goes over, but personally, and it's just a personal thing, that 20 and a half just seems so high to me that it's hard to put the money on it, but I agree, I do think he ends up over 20 and a half because there will be the point that they're just going to keep running it because they have the lead. So if you're a little bit more uh, confident, if you have more confidence in it, I think that's a great outlook for mixing over 20 and a half rushing attempts. Now, sticking with the running back, so Derek, what about looking on the other side? What do you envision happening for James Robinson tonight? About 53 and a half or so is where we're seeing his rushing yards prop at. How do you think he ends up when everything's said and done? Yeah, I haven't projected about 67 and a half, so pretty significantly over on this. There's going to be a little bit of uh, uncertainty, variability here because Urban Myers, a little bit of a wild card, like we saw, especially week one, Carlos Hyde, you know, got a lot of work. And uh, we don't know exactly how this is going to be split going forward. We're still dealing with a little bit of small sample sizes. But overall, Robinson has been the lead back here the way we would have expected him to be. He's gotten about 60 to 65% of the team's carries. And this is an offense that we should expect to be fairly run heavy. You know, they've been on the run heavy side in a neutral context so far this year. Urban Meyer through college was a more run-heavy coach. And so I just think that this is a spot where they're going to come out. Eventually, they may be forced to pass, but they're going to come out, and they are going to try to run the ball initially, presumably mostly with Robinson. Teams with rookie quarterbacks tend to run the ball more, so that's kind of factoring into the projection. Trevor Lawrence as a rookie quarterback, this is an offense that we should expect to be a very run-heavy offense, and Robinson the, the key cog in that. So I just think 53 is is too low for him. All right, so running back wise, Derek's rolling with Mixon over 20 and a half attempts rushing wise, and then Robinson over 53 and a half rushing yards. Let's talk about the quarterback. So let's at least talk about Trevor Lawrence and what he may or may not do tonight. And let's start with his passing attempts. 37 and a half is the amount we're seeing, and that's really high. But again, the assumption is that he's gonna be forced to throw more like he has been thus far this season because they're gonna be trailing. And look, Cincinnati is missing their top safety for this game. And again, you know, Cincinnati's defense has been fine, but they haven't played the greatest competition. But why do you think that Lawrence may not go over this mark at 37 and a half? It's just a really high number for, for again, for a team that we should expect to come out trying to run the ball. This is a team that should be on the run heavy side. Trevor Lawrence, as you know, as much of a, an all-world, you know, number one overall pick, everyone loves Trevor Lawrence. Uh, thing is, it's not like he's been amazing the first couple weeks. And uh, you know, in general, rookie quarterbacks, even elite first-round rookie quarterbacks, tend to be among the worst quarterbacks in the league their first year. And so, like, I think the the efficiency he's going to struggle with. I think. Uh, 
I think just play calling wise, this is not a spot where I expect him to really be, um, you know, forced to throw like a lot. It's not like the Bengals are the greatest offense in the entire world. We're not expecting them to put up 30 or 35 points here. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a passing game script probably in the second half, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if this game is, uh, you know, close enough where they're not just forced to throw every single down. Sure. And then is that the same thought process with his passing yards? In some spots, we've seen it as low as about 247 and a half. Do you think he stays under that mark as well? Yeah, I'd be more inclined to bet the attempts than the yards, but I do think there's probably a little bit of edge on the yards. I haven't projected around 230. And so, uh, you know, you can certainly take the under here too for all the same reasons. You know, I, I have, you know, concerns about the efficiency. I have concerns about the volume. And, and yeah, so that's kind of... Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I would take the under on most of the most of the Lawrence props. Is there any other players specifically on the Bengals that you, you know, maybe didn't officially play, but were strongly considering based on the matchup? Because again, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, it's not like the Bengals offense is great, but if there's a time that they could thrive, it certainly could be against this Jags defense that against the pass has been really horrific as of this point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's certainly, um, you know, cases to be made for some of these other guys. Um, you know, Mixon's uh, Mixon's receiving yards prop, I think, looks looks pretty good. Um, I didn't see it at Bet Rivers earlier, but Auden Tate, if they wind up adding a prop for him, I would probably jump on that based on the lines I've seen at other books. He'll probably be the wide receiver three here for them. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I thought there was value on his lines um, elsewhere. And really quick, before we let you go, uh, a prop bet that I didn't have the chance to get to, but I was kind of intrigued with, Trevor Lawrence and his rushing yards, 15 and a half is where it was when I was handicapping it earlier. I think it moved up to like 17 and a half. You think, Lawrence, we could see getting to maybe around 20 rushing yards or at least enough to get over those numbers? I think it's possible. I haven't projected close enough where I kind of have it as like a no bet situation, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, yeah, it, Look, I mean, we've seen Trevor Lawrence go over it twice, but then, of course, there's a game where he just had absolutely nothing, and it's early in his, you know, rookie season, so it's kind of volatile, and we don't have that big of a sample size based on how much he's going to utilize the ground game. So that's kind of why I didn't end up playing it, was seeing if you had a little bit more angle on it, but I, I'm glad you said that so I don't feel like I'm missing out on the best number now. But, hey, Derek, we appreciate you giving us some insight, as always. Good luck with all those plays. I look forward to talking more NFL with you throughout the season, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks so much. You betcha. Derek Cardi, ladies and gentlemen, at Derek Cardi on the tweets. Catch him right up for Visa all the time. ESIN.com slash subscribe. The daily newsletter gives you all those tidbits for Major League Baseball. And now, of course, because the season has begun, the NFL will get you prepped and ready. All right. Well, we'll get you prepped and ready with some of our plays that we have for tonight and some for the rest of the weekend because it kind of goes hand in hand with the teasers. But in case you missed it earlier, here are our bets regarding Thursday night football. Trevor Lawrence, over 21 and a half pass completions, minus 143. I like the fact that you're getting the better number here. I get that lane minus 143 isn't ideal. Now, while he may not be passing over 37 and a half, as Derek was mentioning, I think there will be enough opportunities for maybe those check downs, so shorter passes, and that Lawrence will do enough to get over 21 and a half. That correlates with James Robinson over his receiving yards, 23 and a half. I think he could play a big part in that. I think Robinson has a good opportunity to make an impact in terms of the receiving yards tonight. But I'm taking him under his rushing attempts, under 13 and a half, minus 107. 
because of the thought process, they're going to be trailing, and because he's only gone over it one time, and that was last week. I don't think we're going to see a similar type of play out of James Robinson, so under 13 and a half rushing attempts. And then we had the teasers. We had a couple different teaser situations with Cincinnati. Teased down the Bengals earlier in the week to minus one, paired it with the Packers minus a half, and then also the Bengals minus one with the Saints minus one and a half at home against the Giants. Best of luck if you tail with any of these plays or any of your own. Enjoy the game. May not be the prettiest on paper, but hopefully it's looking pretty in your wallet afterwards. All right, enjoy it, folks. We'll catch up again tomorrow with more prop bets and plays for the weekend. Until then, take care. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.